Welcome to On The Couch with James Field and Ian Harris. It's episode number 20 for the 11th of October 2006. Hi James, how are you? I'm very well. And yourself? I'm doing splendidly. Stuff. And uh, this is Couch 20. Indeed. We've hit the, if we uh, can abbreviate Couch, are we feeling comfortable with Couch? <laughs> on, on the Couch, yeah, number on 20. Couch 20. Brilliant. And we're not on use. couches anymore, no electric chairs, no... No, electric, no it's all pretty normal chairs a little wheelie today. number today, very nice. Yeah, we'll just try and stay in the room because those cables don't go too far. Indeed. Um, going to be following the old standard format, UK international, content delivery, IPTV, mobile gaming and something else. Indeed. Um, so, uh, we've got stacks, stacks today, so let's rip through it. Yeah, it's only been a few days, but go for it. We've got some stuff about UK, about um, Al Gore. So Al Gore's uh, got this channel called, what's it called? Current TV. Current, which current I thought TV. was, you know, current affairs, but in fact it is current affairs, but mm. 30% of the programming is made up of people sending in their own videos, right? and they broadcast it, and then they pay you for it. Yeah, and they give you training, apparently, on how to make... How to make your own videos as well. All oh, right, that's so cool. They, they're paying, they're not any, they'll train you how to do it. Um, but I don't know if they'll supply you the equipment, but they'll uh, do all sorts of kind of stuff. There's a press release about how they've got 22 uh, million households now, including 8.2 million households, uh, subscribing to B Sky B. So the big news is they've, they've now made it to the UK, so they're looking to do UK and Irish mm-hmm. content. Right. Um, so now they have uh, a stack. Of viewers, I think um, you can. The, the idea is you can make your own pod. Make your own pod. Yeah, <laughs> and a pod is this short-form non-fiction programming three to ah, five minutes. Okay. So right. I'm a bit of a. I do a bit of video action in my my spare time. Oh, so I could maybe submit a like a pod of stuff uh-huh. three to five minutes and see if I could get on current TV. So cool. And maybe if it was good and they liked it, maybe I'd get paid for it. I, I can't imagine you'd get paid a lot. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Certainly not me. Anyway, this was but, really, um, really good. That's quite interesting. Um, I wonder how many people have actually watched current TV, so it'll be interesting to see what the ratings are Is it actually on in like. the UK yet? I don't think it is. Not yet, but it's going to be. It will be. It's a forward-looking statement, isn't it? Yep. Typical. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a user-generated kind of thing, but slightly user-generated, but mm-hmm. moderated, so it sounds kind of interesting if people can just snack. I mean, if people are used to just watching music channel or something, three-minute videos, I mean, yeah. I, have to, I sometimes do that. You just whack on the TV, so I'll just show me a video. Yeah. yeah, kind of works. Um, other stuff in the UK and one of these Ofcom reports came out we talked the other day about how mm-hmm. people don't watch TV anymore That's right. um, this is more of a sort of it's a bit like a kind of state of the nation really right. and it was basically showing that uh, um, what are they saying 70 just over 70% of the UK are watching digital TV of some description on at least one set in the home it's quite a massive um, penetration really isn't it which has gone up from um about a percentage input since the end of March. So every three months, it's going up a percentage. Wow. So it's kind of not bad. Um, and about 40% of all the TV sets are connected to a digital set-top box or have an integrated digital tuner. So they're not really going to have much problem with the digital switch-off in the UK, are they? Like it's going to be like, yeah, they switched off well, now. Well, you know, 30% of 30% people is still a lot of people. True. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It's still a lot of people. And obviously in the UK, they've been through this before when they when Channel 5 came on. I don't know if you, you know this. When Channel 5 appeared in the UK right. six, seven years ago, they had to go around to every single home, 38 million homes, and retune their VCRs. Oh, serious. So that was part of the condition of Channel 5 getting their broadcast license because wow. they were all using Channel 38 or something. So they had to, uh, okay. to move up. So 
it's but it shows it's achievable i think yeah, the fact absolutely. is that came in way over budget and all this kind of stuff but yeah. it's it's achievable absolutely. um that's very cool yeah uh, and they were talking a bit about the status of cable um there's about 2.8 million cable digital cable tv subscribers in the uk mm-hmm. um it doesn't really do anything about triple plays or any of this kind of stuff it just kind of says where's digital so, right, same in terms of television. Yeah, so, so interesting. Again, the statistics come in there. I guess it's all everything looks good and everyone's going digital and mm. Mm. You know, let's switch off as soon as possible. But, uh, <laughs> more about that when we come on to take, talk later on about UK mobile and stuff like that because it's all spectrally related and we're not in, not in a ghosty kind of way. <laughs> um, international stuff. We've got some news uh, from Brazil today where um, there's a telecom group called Telefsnica. Sounds like a sort of chocolate bar. I think it's a made-up name. It's like, have you had your Telefsnica Telefsnica. Yum. Telefonica, I've heard. Maybe it's a typo, what do you reckon? No, they they repeat it a few times. Telefsnica. Cut and paste everywhere. Brilliant. Um, So this is a a telecom group, but they're actually getting... Well, I'll tell you... I mean, we were interested in this because it looked like a telco that was getting into satellite. In fact... They've already got some um, DTH services already mm. in Brazil, but they're expanding that massively to... Um, Are they trying to buy someone who's already got a... Because the thing is a licensing issue, right? They have to yeah. buy someone who's already doing something. Yeah, because you can't it. actually just get into it without yeah. doing something like that. Um, but it's interesting because uh, I, I know previously I'd thought that all the telcos were going, look, you know, we've got bandwidth, we've got IPTV, mm. we don't need no satellite, thanks very much. Um, go fiber, go fiber. This proves that um, there is still... You know, it's still interesting in getting satellites well, up there. It's fine if you know you're in the urban area and you've got lots of fibre everywhere, and that's cool. But yeah. most countries in the world do not have fibre to the home, to the curb, mm. whatever. They have a core mm. backbone, and mm. I guess in Latin America, maybe in the big cities, Sao Paulo and stuff like that, they've got it. But yeah. most places, they're talking about Peru and Chile, and um, that's them. they've got this great name, Cable Magico, in Peru. I mean, that's excellent. <laughs> cool. I'm sure Peru, I mean, that's where they've got those Inca stuff and the big hills Absolutely. and the Machu Picchu. I bet there's no fibre at Machu Picchu. I, <laughs> I mean, bet there isn't. You know, roll on the satellite stuff. So I think the satellite still has a massive role to play mm. in provisioning all this uh, broadband material. So interesting. Um, also, I want to talk a bit more about the US. Uh, yeah. And there was a, as you're probably aware in the US, they're also going digital. Mm-hmm. Uh, and part of the program there is in in cable for instance is they've the, the consumer electronics association of america cea for short has tried to get or has, has been quite successful and get everyone to make a little slot in their set of boxes so you can you can basically personalize your box to your particular cable operator when right, you buy so it's, no, they're, they're trying to sell boxes is that cable card is that what cable card that's right. it cable card so um and the idea being that you would get your cable card that you you would get that from your cable company Right, and you I would see. plug that okay. in to your set of box. No matter which box you got. Yeah, and you'd buy your set of box at retail because it's Consumer Electronics Association. Uh, That's their okay. transport, uh, the interest of their members. Um, and the you know the cable operators are going well. Why you know, today would they just rent the boxes? And mm. I think maybe maybe there's this perceived thing that um, unlike in the UK here, where nobody rents a set top box, it's kind mm. of it's you do obviously because it's, mm. it's included in your service, but it's, a, it, it's yeah. a sunk cost from the um, the operator. Yep. But in the US, they're saying, well, you know, the, we must have all these boxes. And I think TiVo's um, trying to, to, to convince the cable guys who are saying the cable guys have the power because they're the ones doing all the cable broadcasting, and they're saying we don't want it. So we're very happy um, supplying these boxes. They could, they've got good deals going with the Motorola's and mm. and Cisco's of the world. 
the uh, and there, there is this thing about there's maybe not so much competition in America because of that because there's only mm. two suppliers um, but obviously there's a big spat going on at the moment about you know you must buy this card you don't want to buy it the cable guys are going yeah but what happens if it if it breaks you're going to go back to the consumer guy to uh, look after it and I think a lot of it is probably people thinking in sort of analog mindset where it was just a yeah. bit of hardware yeah. whereas you know you and I we know it's it's all about the software. Mm. And just you can't really personalize a box by just plugging a device in and it's going to mm. suddenly be working well. So it would, it's a nice idea, but I, I personally see that, you know, um, if, if I'm subscribing to pay TV, they should give me all the stuff I need exactly. because I'm paying them my hard earned cash. Yeah. Well, I mean, the other thing is, I can't understand how, if you as an operator can't control the software that's mm. in the boxes. Then yeah. how can you upgrade? You know, change changes the EPG. Add new well, I think the idea is it's, it's almost dead when you plug it in, and it and it's given a sort of personality when it's first plugged in and boots up. Ah, oh, right. Which kind of that makes the cards really expensive then. Yeah, well, yeah. they are, and I know right. I, uh, Korea has adopted this cable card thing as well. But it's, right. there's a lot of scope for this. I think even in Europe, the common interface card was envisaged to be the same kind of thing. That but died, it's, it's kind goodness. of well, there's still a few around, but it's gone down to just literally it's the conditional access or DRM bits. That are on yeah, the card, and that's so. all it was ever meant to be. Yeah, and, and also, I mean, if I'm subscribing to a pay TV operator and I, I I'm tempted by an offer from another guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not expecting to use the same box. It's kind of, well, if the guy wants the box that he gave me when I took the first service, he can come and get it. But, exactly. You know, and the new guy's so mm-hmm. desperate for my business that mm-hmm. he's going to give me all the boxes I need. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I guess maybe it's they're saying it's more of a closed market for consumer electronics vendors. They need to be in with oh. these technologies. Yes. So. And the difficulty there is that the operator has such massive buying power, like they're buying millions of boxes at once. They can get mm. such a better price, presumably, even then, you know, the consumer electronics side of things because they have to have a massive markup on it. Yeah, um, retail, I mean, retail margin has got to be like 20, 30%. 30%, 30% yeah. So it doesn't necessarily benefit the consumers. Um, right, waiver news, content delivery. Okay, big news. Can't not mention the Google buys YouTube thing. Yes. Well, we've been on to YouTube since episode We've been one. right there at the beginning. Right there. So, um, we were always talking about, you know, what's the business model? What's the business mm-hmm. model? Clearly, the business model is getting bought by Google. Well, hey, you can't go really. 67, what's it, 65 people, $1.5 billion. That's a fair whack of cash I mean, for everybody. How do they negotiate that kind of... It's not cash. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's stocks, stock. You're right. Google stocks. But you can still you know, sell the stocks, presumably, at some after point. After some you know. time. But, I mean, they, I think they've probably had a lot of investors come in. Because, you know, we were talking about how much bandwidth they use. So the investors were probably negotiating on their behalf. And what a return on investment for those guys. Massively. Monster massive. Absolutely massive. But I think the the interesting bit is not that someone bought them because someone was going to eventually because, you know, they've had their hand in the air for a while. You know, like, Mm. we're spending all this money. We've got all these people visiting the site. Someone please buy us. Um, What I think is more interesting is that the way that Google intends to monetize YouTube, um, because this has been the question all along, how are they actually going to make money? So you've got 100 million it's videos advertising. Today. Simply it's advertising. Advertising, right? yep. But the interesting thing is Google will be sharing the revenue from the advertising with the people whose videos are actually watched. Mm. You've got to imagine if you have a really funky, popular video that gets, you know, So 10 the guy dancing views, with the coconuts to Shakira yep. is going to be a millionaire. <laughs> He's going to be a millionaire. Well, not a millionaire, but, a, you know, you'd make a Off fair amount of paid Shakira a bit of cash. <laughs> That's right. But they've got, these, they're, you know, the YouTube's been working out these, de- with, uh, these deals with uh, Warner and, and so on to, you know, give them some money to, you know, say, you know, thanks very much for letting us use your music, even though we didn't really mm. ask. Um, so if they can do that, then yeah, they're, they're, there's definitely an opportunity there for everybody to make some money. So 
I think but the key part here is identifying the content what is the content so people like is it blinks people like that they actually try and identify what the content is mm. and then put contextually relevant ads because if I post something onto YouTube mm -hmm. I can write whatever I like as the metadata describing it. I make yeah. it up yeah. so I think there's supposed to be some kind of editorial or moderation there so I don't post okay. something you know obscene or offensive or whatever I but don't know how that could work with 65,000 videos being added a day like 67 people working there how does that <laughs> <That's right. laughs> you know, thousand videos each they must have a clever pigeon or something that sits thinking <laughs> oh no this is not offensive this is fine I, I mean that clearly they clearly do not look at it, anything or everything I mean and a lot of the news articles have been saying Oh, Google, hmm, lawsuits now, right, okay, because everyone's going to be suing them because their content's on there and they've got stacks of money. Yeah, but I've seen some things about that, yeah, how they, it's, it's the lawyers are circling because no point in, in suing YouTube because they had no money. Mm. And now they have money. Google yeah. is, well, hey, yeah. fantastic. And there have been some other serious lawsuits, lawsuits flying around about, um, what's a lawsuit? Serious <laughs> <laughs> lawsuits. <laughs> um, some lawsuits flying around about... Uh, iTunes and things like that people looking to say I think it was um, someone had sampled a song it got right. into iTunes and, and got popular and, and got well it was a popular song anyway but right. it was, they waited until it was well entrenched and, right. and then they've gone in and, and tried to sue Apple and everyone for because they've got the money I guess the yeah. the guys who did the one hit wonder yep. you know, that's their uh, that's their meal ticket for the rest of their life it's their it's their yacht around the Caribbean um Web overtakes newspapers in Europe. Well, this is interesting for a few reasons in that uh, we were looking at um, uh, the Ofcom report from a few weeks ago about, yeah, was about talking about how many, how much... Youth are not watching television. Youth ain't watching TV like yeah. they used to. Um, but what's interesting here is Europeans are spending an average of four hours a week online mm. compared to three hours reading newspapers and magazines. So they're spending more hours online getting their news and information now than they are on uh, newspapers and Does magazines. Does that work for you? I get all my news. Actually, that's not true. I actually quite like reading the paper, especially on a weekend. But yeah, during the mm. week, during the week, I'll get Pretty my news much, from yeah. on the web. You get like the metro thing when you're travelling out from London. Well, you can't really help it because they're everywhere. All right, so you, so you read that. Train. So you read it on the. You'd read that. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, I just I'm kind of a Sunday newspaper kind of guy. It's the only one I get delivered. You know, the Sunday you newspaper. The, you get the newspaper delivered. Yeah. Wow, I do too, but yeah. it comes on my screen. <laughs> well, I do. You read the. You read the you no, know, I you said read, I was doing this kind of. Read the news on the web during the week. Sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes. I guess I do on my my kind of net vibes thing. I, uh, it just okay. pops up there. But um, yeah, I don't really. I don't tend to go to a news portal per mm -hmm. se. I listen to the radio when I'm driving up and down and stuff. Yeah, right. I've, I'm running now in the morning. I'm trying to build up enough momentum here to, to use my iPod. iPod. <laughs> iPod. No, I don't listen to my iPod when I'm running because I've got the. I told you I'd got the funny shoes with yeah, the little yeah. thingy but in it, but I haven't bought the iPod yet. So, uh, so, but I think it's no point until I actually do enough running. And now I've three days in a row now. So, wow. um, I think maybe this weekend could be uh, be the one doing a little trip uh, to out of the EU so I can buy a, a discount iPod or something at the airport. Yeah, excellent. So we'll see. Um, the other thing that's interesting is that uh, when we're talking about. Uh, the youth watching seven hours less television than average per week. Germany, uh, in the EU, ranks the uh, the highest in terms of weekly television. And mm -hmm. They watch an average of fourteen hours a week. Yeah, because they've got a, they don't do much pay TV there. Is this which sort of TV is? Is it like just free to air TV, television? Any TV, is, any it's any a statistic. I mean, what does it mean? It could be is it any TV well, or measurable in, TV. Or? Yeah, well, in Germany they've got stacks of free to air TV. Yeah. So ARD and ZDF pay TV is not a really a big thing there because with so many channels and. Italy, Spain, and Sweden is where they watch the least TV. What else do I... Oh, I guess they're all online, aren't they? 
Well, it's in Spain. I don't know. Um, They're all doing maybe, more interesting things. Or they can't measure it very well. Or who <laughs> yeah, knows? I, right. don't, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, certainly I reading newspapers. I do get some mag. Do you get magazines and stuff delivered? And mm. yeah, I've got a few magazine subscriptions, but. I must admit, I probably don't read them as much as I could. But now my computer at home, I was saying the other day, I'm using a computer oh, so as my actually, main kind of interface. How's, for the, that how's that working for you? It's kind of, it's good. I'm getting used to the PVR concept because I don't have a PVR, so I can stop the TV. Works for, yeah, it works. I can book the programs and wow, cool. skip forward 30 seconds, all that kind of stuff. But it does, the interface isn't so good, I must admit, at the moment. Right. You can't seamlessly pick up the remote and watch TV. Okay. So that's still missing. And I had hoped this software I had was going to, not the the front row stuff mm. but this other Equinox Media Central yeah. stuff was going to work but uh, it doesn't seem to be working at the moment so anyway we'll keep keep trying uh, and, and see what happens I'm, I'm not I'm almost there it seems okay but well I think it's all about ease of use if it's not dead easy to use mm. and you know Sky for all its unimaginative yeah. colours is dead easy to use what I think it's the reason it's not easy to use is because it's sharing with the computer at the moment Okay, so it's still a computer interface, isn't it? It's, it's, no, it's, it's a full full screen experience. Yeah. And there is a guide on screen, but you can't really read it. Oh, okay. Uh, you have to get a bit close. <laughs> um, but I'm sharing the, the same display with the computer. So if you want, you can't sort of surf the web and watch TV. Oh, okay, right. So I need to, when my laptop was back from the, the Menders, then maybe it'll, maybe it'll work better because we'll just use that that computer as a TV as a, and use a different computer okay, so as a computer. Not, not totally using not, it as you Yeah, want. but it's, it's, it's working anyway. It's not mm. like this is so painful I wouldn't want to do it. So. Okay, cool. Anyway. Um, so IPTV, what's IPTV. happening in IPTV? Uh, there's some stuff kind of happening in Japan, potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it sounded a bit fishy, but there's this... Um, <laughs> it's funny, actually, because this is called the Marlin Consortium. Right. Uh, and there's a Coral Consortium. Which is one. This uh, is a it's about like digital rights management, DRM. Right. Uh, Marlin is Hitachi, uh, Panasonic, Sharp, Sony, and Toshiba. And what are they doing? Um, and they're doing something over IPTV, which is using this Marlin stuff. But Coral, which is the Sun Microsystems That's initiative, right. yep. uh, but I mean, Coral, Marlin, is there some, you know, Nemo <laughs> kind of, is kind there of a finding Nemo, you know, <laughs> yes. thing here? I don't know quite where they're coming from, but uh, it seems a bit odd. Um, and this is an open source, again, open source rights management right. thing or something like that. That's so, DRM. Yeah, it's a DRM thing, but they're, in Japan, mm-hmm. um, they're actually launching a, an IPTV service which is using it. Mm-hmm. And again, it's you know, not really a surprise, I suppose, because the founding members there are, in fact, all Japanese companies. Right, yep. Um, we talked a little bit earlier on about this um, kind of HTML interface as well, so maybe it's just mm-hmm. looking at something which is, maybe not again, it's non-Microsoft mm. as, a, as an initiative, but we maybe have to... Look at that. Um, and the heart of Marlin apparently is a software engine that manages the relationships among consumers, their devices, and their content. So it enables um, multiple service providers of IPTV, broadband, traditional broadcast, and mobile to deliver services to a home network in a manner that's responsive to the typical business models and sensitive to consumer behaviors. So I guess what that means... That mean, well, maybe it's kind of like you can take your guide with you or, you know, you okay. ask for something cool. and you get the right thing for your device rather right. than the wrong thing or something like that. So it sounds like a good idea. Let's see how that goes. Um, there's been a bit of other stuff. Um, we talked earlier on about Telef Snicker. Um, <laughs> Telef Snicker. Made up yeah. name, I'm sure. It sounds more um, Russian than it does actually Portuguese. I'm sure it's Telefonica. Nope, that's not what it says. I'm sure. We, someone can tell us, one of the okay. listeners, I'm sure. Give us some feedback. Um, yeah, Telecom Italia has jumped into bed with Sky Italia to mm-hmm. distribute their programs on the web. 
Well, that's, um, this is interesting because Sky Italia didn't really have an internet strategy and uh, uh, Telecom Italia didn't really have a content strategy. Or is this fast web in Sky Italia? I'm confused. No, sorry, this is fast web. You're right. My mistake. Mm. Um, so fast web are now able to reproduce Sky's content on their platform. Yeah, because FastWeb was the kind of the darling of the IPTV industry. It was like everyone said, oh, there's FastWeb. And there's, I think, PCCW in Hong Kong, and then there was FastWeb. Yep. And, yep, and they've um, got a stack of customers. Mm. Uh, so FastWeb is... Financial Italian's. details were not disclosed. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. And I've heard that FastWeb isn't actually making so much money on the TV stuff. It's more the broadband and the telephony. Yeah, and it's kind of, kind of yeah. the bundling effect yeah. of all those things. So a bit like cable here in the UK, which is more focused on the telephony and the broadband yeah. and TV's kind of an they, they, they keep their customers through the bundling but they don't make much money through it. Like if Fuzzweb's got 874,000 customers which for IPTV is... Yeah, but I don't think they're all the IPTV. I think that's... The, that's ah, right, that's, I see. Um, not I everyone see. of those is a triple right. play customer. Okay, so, so that's not necessarily... Maybe this will convert right. some of them towards triple play and away well, from Sky That's, Italia, that's right, because Sky have all the content in... Is Italy. it all the channels or is it just a few of no, them? No, they don't say, but... Um, it just says they'll be able to watch mm. television programming over the internet. Oh, well, we'll have to watch it and maybe someone from Italy can let us know. Mobile, apart from you've got a new phone. I do. Which you're going to rave about when you've Tell had you a chance to use it a bit. Um, what else is happening? Well, we've got um, yeah, a bit about the Spectrum purchases yeah, that yeah. went on. I was going to talk about this, wasn't I? Um, this is normally kind of the mobile phone guys are buying into cable which is like Virgin's done here in the UK mm-hmm. um, this is the cable guys all clubbing together in in the US so this is um, a joint venture between Comcast Time Warner Cox uh, and a few other little guys um, yeah. to license and paid a whopping $2.37 billion for wow. some mobile phone spectrum you Wire- a couple of YouTube it, it just says kind of wireless but, yeah, but this is cash I guess Oof. cash to the government Yep, that's probably you know, that's a drop in the ocean for the US deficit, but you know, maybe <laughs> yeah, it all right. helps. Yeah. Um, and so they've bought these licenses so they can offer wireless. So I guess this is maybe quad play, I suppose. If you well, so it's like it's the, fixed it's the line last. mobile yeah. data TV yep. and mobile. And, mobile. Yep. Um, and there's this funny thing which we talked about just before the the show um, about it was a very good uh, an average price of point forty five cents per megahertz pop which was the lowest price paid by all the major bidders in the auction which suggests they didn't win because they paid the highest price which, <laughs> um, but this megahertz pop looks like an interesting thing I guess that's the per megahertz of spectrum pop per is normally point of presence so it must be like no I think it's population it's like oh, do you reckon? 250 million people in the states and maybe okay. that so 45 probably do the maths actually cents per megahertz per head of population or something yeah so how much that doesn't if it's $2.3 billion, I don't know how much megahertz they oh, bought. I'm anyway. not going to do this, the numbers off the top of my head. But, so uh, I haven't heard of the megahertz pop before. So it's quite, quite funky. Um, UK mobile operators. Now, this looks kind of interesting. Um, well, we're talking a lot about the spectrum becoming available once analog switch-off happens. Yeah, but this is, with, this is talking like 2012. 2012, yep. 2012 is when we're going to have the spectrum back. And that's like six years Across from now, the country. Yep. Right, when when DVB-H will become a reality and the Spectrum will be available. So, fantastic. What are they saying here, basically? <laughs> we're all going to use We'll all club DVB-H. together and use a common platform. Maybe it's... You know, they, they already offer mobile TV over 3G, 2.5G. There's yep. already some offerings out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they're, they're saying that um, they're commissioning uh, Archiver, A-R-Q-I-V-A, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's, it wasn't the name of um, it's the guys who did the terrestrial network in uh, in the UK. It was Crown Castle or NTL right. or whatever they call themselves, mm-hmm. um, but now it's Archiver. Right, and they're going to set up this network. Maybe it takes six years to do it. I don't know. Okay, so they're going to set up a network that all the uh, other phone operators can transmission use. platform. Right. Okay. And I guess if they use standards, and they can all sort of mesh in and use it to operate. That makes sense because you know, inspection is so rare. Why would you broadcast Sky News three times, for example, when you can just do it once well, and, and also use conditional access to differentiate between the three? Yeah, and if you're a user, you don't want to have to buy a different device for different mm, things. Exactly. You want to use your phone once on whatever network you happen to be on. Yeah. Exactly. In the same way you can buy a phone now and use it on any network, you should be able to use the same thing for yeah, TV. If in the UK, you can with GSM, but I mean, other like in North America, if you've got a, a contract there, you can't... Right. Roaming thing hasn't worked out very well, the different mm, conflicting okay. standards... Um, so mm. you can't always try. and I, I must admit when you travel somewhere where you take your GSM phone and you're just like Phew, and it doesn't work <laughs> like I think Korea really? and Brazil really and Japan obviously they don't work wow you have to swap it for another that's handset that's astonishing that works because stuff. everywhere I've been in the last two years turn my phone on there we are where yeah, we yeah, go exactly fantastic um, and I, I've been to I remember going to, to Myanmar or Burma right where Technically, it works, but it doesn't. But it doesn't work because they don't <laughs> let you use it because right. the, the government, for sort of information control, wants to keep control of all the mobile phones because they're dodgy, 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 dodgy. Um, another mobile story here, which we picked up today, is um, ActImagine has been mm-hmm. bought by Adobe. Um, yep. I came across ActImagine actually here in in sunny St Ains in the uh, one of these phone shops, car phone warehouse or something, mm-hmm. and I noticed there were some they were bundling a Nokia phone which could play movies with memory cards with okay. preloaded movies on, and I thought right. oh, that's that's pretty cool. And uh, and ActImagine is featured there. Um, I think the key thing they've actually got they've got some DRM kind of stuff, but they've also got uh, a software video codec which maybe is right. what Adobe's bought. Maybe it's. I mean, but Flash, I guess, is focused on not really maybe compression, but mm. maybe I'm sure all these guys, you have to pay a royalty. If it's MPEG, you're paying a royalty oh, to MPEG LA for your Flash player. So if you've got your own encoding mm. technology, which is mm-hmm. better, that's good. So um, lots of little kind of acquisitions going on in the in the kind of convergent space at the moment. Little ones mm. and big ones like YouTube. Um, so well, maybe, it's, maybe we're coming, you know, internet boom too is coming along. That's that's the word, um, and uh, it's interesting to see if um, interesting to see if uh, mobile TV is a is a thing or if it's not a thing. I mean, we've been seeing lots of articles over the last week that mm. says either it'll be massive or it'll be pretty ordinary. Well, I think there's massive, but we just, I mean, how can you put that in context? Six years from now, the UK will have some spectrum available for DVB-H. Yeah. So what does that mean? I mean, well, it means you can't do it on DVB-H, but does that mean there's an opportunity for, for Qualcomm with the Flow stuff or um, right. DMBT or DAB? There's other other technologies around, and maybe they'll be successful not because they're the best technology, but because simply... Because they got in there. There's Spectrum. Yeah. Wouldn't be unusual. Mm. Okay. To Max, VHS, et cetera, et cetera. You know, these things happen. Um, gaming stuff. Or did you want to talk about your new phone? Well, we're kind of running out of time, so I'll chat about my phone next week. Ooh, exciting. Once I've had a bit more time to play with it and um, get what it actually does. So in gaming, what's happening there? Um, well, I haven't played any games. Have you? <laughs> um, what was I playing recently? Uh, no, nothing. Uh, actually, I was playing some games on my phone and they were terrible, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> so I heard that uh, Roco Loco got uh, some BAFTAs. Some BAFTAs. Yeah, yeah, lots of BAFTAs. BAFTAs. That's a British, British Association awards. of Film and Television awards. awards. And they give BAFTA. out gaming awards. Cool. But they, have a BAFTA, they have a game category. 
Right. Um, That's cool because Rucker like a really is a groundbreaking, interesting. Yeah, I think it's game. like they have like six, seven categories: characterization, storyline, mm-hmm. character, sound, the songs, right. all this kind of stuff. So, so what did it win? The song's pretty cute. In a few, <laughs> a few of them. I can't remember the specifics. <laughs> have a okay. look at BAFTA.org to find right. out. Okay. Right. Um, and there was one of your your countrymen in Australia made a, a guy from Sony Australia, but apparently mm, the CEO on. of Sony Australia said. Sony, keep yeah. in mind, said the you know the Nintendo Wii. It's pretty expensive. I don't think anyone's going to go out and buy that this Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Incidentally, the PS3 is more than twice the price. It won't be available at this Christmas. That's right, in at Australia. All. <laughs> <laughs> so, whilst the Wii may be too expensive, the PS3 is too non-existent. Too non-existent and super duper expensive. Maybe, but maybe worth it. Well, it's a thousand Australian dollars the PS3. Like that's. In an inconceivable amount of money, like you can get a house for that. You can pretty much get a house or two <laughs> by street. <laughs> Quite a few cold ones, anyway, isn't it? That's good. Um, well, there we go. I think that's any uh, any bits and bobs. If you've got any news out there you want to let us know about, or if we've said anything which is blatantly wrong, um, <laughs> or even if it's blatantly right, if it's blatantly right, you agree? <laughs> let us know. Let us know. What's the uh, the details in? So feedback at onthecouchpodcast.com Fabulous. And tell your friends. Yeah, tell your friends. Send us, uh, you know, we want to get a few listeners up there. If you're um, surfing around, you can find us on all the normal kind of podcast sites. But um, let your friends know and uh, let's get uh, people listening in and get some feedback. So that'd be great. Okay, goodbye from me. Have a good week. Cheers.